This is the Fit Fun Father podcast with your host, Michael Sobkew. In the podcast, we dive deep into health, fitness, and the ultimate goal to be the happiest person you can be. Growing through adverse, challenging times to prosper through and take the learnings of the challenges we faced before and after and throughout our lives. People, this is an exciting podcast with a multitude of fantastic guests, topics, how-tos, everything you need to help improve your life one step at a time. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Michael Sobhue, the host of the one and only Fit Fun Follow the Podcast. There's only one to listen to. If you're a dad or into the health and fitness space or looking to get into the health and fitness space, this is where you want to, you kind of want to lend an ear and listen to kind of some of the things that are going on in the podcast. First and foremost, I just want to thank everybody for the being a part of the 53 plus episodes that I've done. 53, 54 that I've done so far. You guys can catch them every Monday and Fridays at 6 a.m. They get launched. So that's Mondays and Fridays. Um, for the local listeners that automatically subscribe, I thank you. I appreciate it. I hope I've uh, given you guys some really good content, some value that you take into your own and apply in your own lives. And again, share this with other people. Uh, subscribe to the show not every episode is going to be for every person, but someone's going to get something out of uh, out of one or the other. I do talk about a very wide, broad spectrum of topics when it comes to health and fitness. So today we're going to do a little q and I've got some questions lined up. Uh, I am also on the Facebook Live, so if I get any questions that come through that feed while I'm doing the show, I'll do my best to multitask and answer those. Um... But I want to start the show a little bit about kind of discussing the days that we're in, some of the things that we're currently going through, um, some funny things, some some new normals, or maybe some of the things that I think are kind of absurd or, or whatnot. And, and I know we're in, what, I think week three of a, I mean, social distancing. I wouldn't say we're in, we're in any sort of lockdown per se, but I, I know most of us are missing our, our sporting events. Uh, no doubt in my mind, we, we'd be in round one of the playoffs right now. The Oilers would be there. Uh, you know, we've got baseball that would have just been starting up. Uh, the Of course, the basketball season as well. So, you know, that's a big bummer. Um, all of these sporting events are, are important for a lot of people. They're important for our sanity, uh, you know, especially if you're a massive sports goer or sports or someone who, who is into that, this is going to be, uh, obviously very difficult. What else, uh, movie theaters, restaurants, so like anything where we come together as a group to kind of lay out our stresses, kind of get away from the normal day-to-day routines, you know, we look forward to the weekend. Some of us, you know, would go out on occasion or you have these routines set up and and that's all changed. And, you know, I think the biggest thing, or let's talk employment too. Let's talk about 
the people having to sit at home from their jobs, the people that are not available right now to go to work or you're part of a service that's shut down. Maybe you're in the the oil and gas. I'm not sure how big of a sector of that's been shut down. I'm sure there's some maintenance uh, skeleton workers out there. I know commercial residential uh, construction is still on the go as far as I know. Um, I know next door they're building places to me, so they're they're up and running. You know, you've got gas stations, restaurants doing the the delivery system and stuff that are still open, still trying to maintain employees, which I think is fantastic. But what about the person that is sitting at home? Maybe you've just, you know, applied for employment insurance or maybe you've you've got on to the um, uh, applied for the emergency fund that Canada's put out as well. I believe it's two thousand dollars a month for upwards of four months with a, I believe it's $2,000 initial payment. And then midway through April, I think it's $500 a week or something. So, you know, there, there are options out there for those of you who are struggling to maybe pay the bills, um, who are looking at this as, uh, you know, a difficult time in our lives. And I think it's really important that we talk about, you know, how are we going to relieve our, our, our stress, you know, a lot of us are going to get cabin fever. We, we are going to go through different modes, you know, frustration, sadness, guilt, uh, struggling with boredom. Um, you know, we, we have plenty of time to sit inside our own heads and, and have conversations with ourselves and the do's and the don'ts. Am I, am I doing enough? Is my, is my family going to be okay? Did I make the right decisions two years ago when I decided to do that? Like the what ifs, they creep into your head and they they tend to sit there. And the hard part is, is that this isn't something any of a, anybody is to blame. You know, this pandemic isn't anybody's fault, and the the situation that you're currently in as a re, as a result of that is not your fault. And I think it's very important that we. We address that first and foremost, no matter what position you're in. Maybe you've got a million dollars in the bank and you're sitting in your swimming pool. Maybe it's a break for you. Maybe you live paycheck to paycheck and all of a sudden this abruptly ends all of your thought. Like, where's the next car payment coming out? Where's the where's the rent coming out? And I really encourage you to um, obviously try and find as much assistance as you can, but really have a good look you know, at what, what this is, I I just heard this briefly before I came on our, that we've been, we've been in, we've been sleeping for 75 years because the last time we saw anything major was World War II, um, you know, as far as, you know, shutting things down or having this large group of, uh, I don't know how to even say it, like, you know, distribution and, and the economy changing. Let's look at that that way from the economy standpoint. So, We've really kind of had it just ho-hum and doing our thing for so many years. A lot of people don't really understand how this is all going to operate or how this is going to work. And that's understandable. Um, And, you know, it's funny, like, you know, me, I'm at home. I have things that I can do. Of course, I've got this podcast that I love to record. I do my podcast recordings on Wednesdays and Thursdays. You know, I do, I've got some some study stuff that I do on uh, Mondays and Tuesdays. I kind of let loose on, on Friday. Uh, maybe take some time away from myself, build puzzles, maybe spend an hour or two, uh, watching a movie or, you know, I even play video games here and there, 
uh, as a bit of a stress reliever. So I kind of created a bit of a, you know, some habit forming stuff that I can do throughout the week. Um, And exercise is a big part of that. Obviously, this is a fitness, health and fitness podcast and and a funny story I'll I'll talk about, about resistance bands. So I got into doing a lot of work with resistance bands and I had, you know, a lighter band that I used to work just to do these kind of warm up drills or when I would be sitting on the couch or if I'm in front of the computer for long periods of time, I'd take the bands and I would do like pull up banded pull aparts where you, you kind of stretch the band and pulling your arm outward and kind of works the back and kind of keeps, keeps from that getting that that forward shoulder roll and then of course this happened and then now you the gyms are closed and being in in the personal training space uh it couldn't have hit a worse group of of individuals and probably for a longer term than i would say most essential or most services that when we get back into this i don't know if gyms will be a part of that right away or that'll be the the end or the trailing um the last two so you know, very unknown. So, you know, you get into the banded workouts and you get into understanding, um, you know, body mechanics, playing with the bands, creating videos uh, that I did with the bands. And then ultimately started to implement these things into my workout program. Now, the wonderful thing about changing the stimulus or changing that, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Creating adaptation through something different than than free weights or machines. You, you're using bands. There's a whole lot more co-contracting muscles that need to take that need to work to help facilitate the particular movement. Um, you could pretty much do the same type of exercises that you would do in a gym with bands if you get creative and start to think outside the box and start to understand how the muscles move, how the bones move. I should say. And, and how the whole body in general kind of connects. So I, I had a, a, a thicker band. I think it was about a 40-pound resistance or a 40 or 40 to 50-pound resistance. In the beginning of using this band, I mean, I could barely pull this sucker over my head. Like I would strap it to my feet and I would, I would push the band up, try and do a bit of a shoulder press. And it was struggle. I would struggle. I might get six to eight reps in, uh, very taxing. And as the weeks went on, it got progressively easier. Um, and then what ended up happening afterwards is you, you start to adapt to that stimulus or that, um, ability of resistance. And the thing with resistance bands is, is that if you stretch them more, you get more resistance out of them. So I continually stretch these and I had, uh, the band tied around the jam of the door. Um, and I was, I think I had done a workout video that, that morning and I posted it to Facebook and Instagram and then I went and I did like I do like a morning workout midday and then an evening workout I spend 15-20 minutes I, I do high high repetitions just to keep the blood flowing to keep the muscles working to, to just to tell my body listen you're not done working just because we're not lifting heavy weight doesn't mean you're done working so I'm pulling on this band and sure as shit, it snaps. And I mean, I'm midway through the through the uh, repetition now. Thankfully, I had a very good base uh, base of support, so I didn't I didn't tumble, I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't fall, but I twisted my left knee on the medial side. Uh, I did a little bit of a jerk, and it, no pain, nothing, just 
just a twinge. Uh, the band came came around, snapped me in the back of the arm, kind of hit the tricep area, like it, almost like somebody snapping you with an elastic band, except for the elastic band is a whole lot bigger. Uh, that was a little little painful, and I and I kind of sat back. I'm like, okay, I got to do a video on resistance band safety. So if you guys go to my Facebook page. Uh, you'll see my resistance band safety video, which is very important. Uh, you know, inspecting the band before you use it, making sure that you're looking if there's any deficiencies. The biggest one was learning out that I got out of it was as I had this thing wrapped around the um, the door jam, it caught on the stopper, and the stopper's got a bit of a rough, thicker edge, and um, you know, it. It just caught and it tore there and it ripped and it opened wide up and then you know next thing you know I'm going holy fuck I just I just destroyed a resistance band and now I'm having issues in my in my legs so it's like you know if it goes from one thing to another um yeah so that that's kind of where that was um craziness right you know like but but it goes to show when you guys create your own workout routines at home like the push-up challenge I think it was very important for me um to do this not because I'm trying to get everybody out there to do 100 consecutive push-ups but I'm trying to get people to move like if you're at home and you've I did this I did this one day during the lock lockout during the social distancing at home stuff right I woke up one morning I said okay I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to eat shitty food in the morning. I'm going to eat like highly carb, highly processed carb meals. Um, and I'm not going to move off the couch for the full day. So I got up on a Saturday morning. I literally had like, like a bagel, some toast, like just carbs, like no healthy food. I watched movies till about, Two in the afternoon, I got up, I made another shitty meal, and I sat there because I want to get back into that mindset of where a lot of people are, right? Because a lot of you who are sitting at home right now doing, you know, the day-to-day, you know, you're, you're playing with your kids, we have our, our routines are right messed up, we have a lot of time to watch Netflix and Amazon Prime and, and, and movie channel, whatever it may be, and I just sat there and I felt like absolute garbage at the end of the day. I was like, I don't know how a lot of people can continually do this. So I, I, I had to grasp onto that and then say, what does this do for people's mental health? Like, how are you coping with stress? It's one thing to have to cope with the fact that you don't know when you're going back to work. You don't even know if you have a job at the end of this. You have no idea, you know, how um, progressive this COVID-19 may get. What's going on, Jeff? Jeff's on the uh, Facebook. Just sent me a message there. Hey, Jeff, we're doing a live. We're doing the podcast as well. Hitting the Marvel movies, dude. Yeah, I, I wish. Uh, I honestly, I can't. I can't. I can't stand being in front of the TV for more than probably an hour at a time. I just, I, I just gotta move. I gotta move all the time. Um, so I, I do these these resistance band exercises. Anyway, where I was going with this was. The stress of this has got to be hard on everybody. It's got to be very difficult to um, be inside your own head with a lot of these fears and anxieties as it is. And I think it's great that we come up with routines throughout their day. And and if and when we talk exercise, we're not talking your traditional hour in the gym. We're not talking, um, you know, 
having to go somewhere to do something. If you're at home and you can do a push-up, do 10 between movies or 10 between television shows or 15 or 20. It's accumulative. It's like when I talk about um, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So neat is called. It's what it's called. It's when you walk. When you go for a walk to the corner store or around the block, that is a cumulative movement. So when you expend energy, it all adds up over time, right? Over a month, over six months, over a year. You know, I always tell clients, hit 10,000 steps a day. Uh, that adds up. If you can continually hit 70,000 steps every week and, you know, 280,000 steps a month type thing, and you used to do 100,000, you know, you've probably burnt another, you've probably burnt a pound of fat just in that alone, not doing anything else, not changing your diet, nothing. So it's all cumulative. So when we talk about exercising, at especially at home, really, if you have, you take, go on Facebook, check out a couple of my videos that I do with um, watching or uh, with resistance bands. There's a really good one on there where I do four simple exercises. You can do, you can pump those out in about 10 minutes. You do that three times a day. You throw in a couple push-up challenge, whatever you want to call it. Maybe it's doing as many as you can, or maybe I'm just going to do 50 in the day. So you spread those out and then go f- for a walk to the corner store. Do that every day. Create that routine. It's going to, I'm going to be completely honest with everybody here. Understandably, in these times, diet probably, you know, and and I hate the word diet. I like to say lifestyle change. Kind of, it's on a slippery slope because we associate food with comfort. We all love to eat for comfort. I'm I'm in no different spot. You know, whether I'm dieting for a particular reason, I want to look a certain way or I want to achieve a certain goal, there's always a comfort uh, section of that where I'm like, okay, I can't wait to have a piece of pizza or I'm I'm looking forward to doing this or, you know, I'm going to work out extra hard so that I can uh, allow myself those things. So we're doing that. We're allowing ourselves to t- have that conversation in our own head where we're going to go and we're going to, we're going to go out for that chocolate bar. We're going to we're going to drink more wine. You know, alcohol is a big part of this. I mean, we're at home. We're, we, we have every day is Saturday, Friday night. And that's, that's a very difficult thing for a lot of us to kind of comprehend for those of you who, you know, you, you work the 10, 12 hour days, Monday through Friday, you, you sit down on the couch Friday night, you know, you don't have to work Saturday and it's kind of, you know, a bit of a free for all. We're every day is Friday now for a lot of us. Every day is I, I can sleep in. I got nothing to get up for. We got to still create root, routine in our life. We still need to get up in the morning, make our bed, exercise, create some sort of routine. And I always encourage people like to get on Facebook, record these things, get in, engaged. Maybe that becomes part of your routine. Gets you a little bit busier, gets you out of your own out of your own head space for a little bit. So always encourage those things. Um and just join in and do move. You know, a lot of you have kids at home. Take your kids out for a walk. I mean, obviously, you know, the world looks a whole lot different now than it did, um, you know, just a mere weeks ago. I, I was at Costco today and you stood in a line and they had people directing where you could stand. 
So you were six feet apart and you you moved when they told you to move and then you got to the yellow line and then they they sanitized the cart, then they handed you the cart and then you moved to another line and you stood there and then you waited and then somebody ushered you into the store and then you kind of went about your shopping, which nobody really practices social distancing when you're in there anyway. If you get into the the meat section or the veggie section of Costco, there's a hundred people there in a, you know, a hundred or a 30 by 30 space type thing. So, you know, you do what you can and, and people were, you know, wearing gloves and, and masking up and doing these things for precaution and, and you know, just to throw that out there when it comes to the mask part of it. And I I appreciate I appreciate that, but but understand too that when you wear a mask, you're protecting everybody else. You're not protecting yourself. That's for everyone else. The mask is there um you know as a measure in in the event and again, if you're wearing one and you choose to wear one, I thank you for that. I th- I think it's great. Um do I think it's necessary? I don't know. I don't really want to get into that conversation. But, you know, understanding how this kind of spreads, it, it can enter the eyes, nose, anywhere on the face. So really, unless you're wearing a complete face shield, you're still kind of prone to it. Best thing to do is pick your shopping day, whether it's once a week or once every two weeks, get it done, stay home, go for a walk in the neighborhood that's probably going to be your best bet you're going to have a whole lot of people walking around and just really try and stay out of your own head try and de-stress uh I, I got into puzzles i think we're on our third one it's and i'm hooked on it thousand piece puzzle you dump the box and the table and all of a sudden now you got to put a thousand pieces together and going what the heck yeah yeah, yeah, that's true. But then you touch the mask, and then you take the mask off your face, and then guess what? You're back into it again. It's you know we we went through this with uh, you know, and you got a lot of experience with this, Jeff, with 3M and and wearing masks and, and under certain uh, dangerous goods in the in the construction industry. You know, there's protocols that we have to follow. I think it's good. I think it's good that people are doing some of these things. Um, I don't know. I don't really know where my my full opinion lies yet i i'm more right now oh i haven't seen my parents in a month almost a month my mom's birthday's tomorrow um that's difficult for me i want to see my family but i i my, my parents are older you know and more susceptible to this than i think most of the population um so for me, it's a choice, you know, I'm sure my parents, I could convince them to go visit them, but I, I don't want to do that because I, I, I want to be selfless in this. I, I kind of want to, I've maintained being around only those who I've been around for the last three weeks. I haven't added any new people into my life in close contact or in person. And those know me. I'm a social butterfly. This this is horrible for me. I thrive in a public environment. I thrive being around other people. And um, I kind of use this as a bit of a coping mechanism too. You know, I love the podcast. I love this space. I love, you know, recording these things and going live and having people come on and interact. And maybe it breaks up your day at the same, at the same time. And, and I hope it inspires other people. And and gets people thinking and moving and 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 really understand 
you know, the underlying thing with all this, before we get into the questions, the question, the Q&A part of it, is this, this is what life is all about. This is like life. This is like you have zero control. Like this is like the prime underlying thing where everybody we've leveled the playing field where we're everyone who's like who's who's been in a very comfortable state of life for a very long time and I, and I feel for those people most people who haven't gone through a lot of adversity or have had to had challenges or, or make decisions or go through very difficult times a lot of people right now are going holy shit I never thought this would happen to me um and I We've all had to go through it once, you know. We've all, we've all had a beginning point for at some point in time where where you were in a situation where you didn't know what tomorrow Brett you, was going to bring, and it's difficult and and it's hard. And and if you're an anxious person and you fear the outlook of of tomorrow and what that what that could bring, it's challenging. And I just. I just want everybody to understand, you know, as I went through that movement, you know, pushing yourself a little bit, doing a little bit of exercise, interacting with people, shut the news off too. Like get up in the morning, turn your news on for half an hour, figure out what it is you're going to learn about the country today and shut it off. We're all guilty of this. We all put that damn show on and we watch it over and over again. And it just like, and it just perpetuates fear. And I... You know, I know we'll get through this. You know, the world will continue on throughout this. And I just I just want people to really understand that, you know, this is what life brings us. You know, from the moment you're born to the moment you die, you're going to have events. And, and I think you should look at it like this. Oh, fuck, this is crazy. I wonder what's going to happen at the end of this. Okay, this is cool. Like, this is a story I get to tell my grandkids. It could be hard. I may go through some crap. I may go broke. I may, like, you're going to, you remember all those stories? You're Like, I remember my grandpa telling me stories a little bit when I was younger. He died when I was younger, but about the war and, and kind of some of the things that went on with World War II. And you just, like, sat there in awe, like, in, in sheer amazement. Like, and you almost, like I did anyway, I used to think, oh, I'd like to go back then and see what he went through. Knowing very well, that what he went through was absolute utter hell, was utter fear, was the anxiety. You imagine, you know, being working at a corner store one day and the next you're holding a machine gun fighting against uh, another military, opposing military force on a battleground and your chances of survival were like next to none. Like, this is the world we live in and these are things, challenges we're going to have to take on here and push through and push forward through it. So, you know, don't stress too much. You're, you're, you're going to get through it. You'll make it. I promise. You got to get through this. It's all good. All right, question and answer stuff. I've got a couple questions I got on Facebook. I'm just going to have a sip of my lovely shake here. The first question um, was about aesthetics. And the question was, why do a lot of people care about why, how they look in the mirror? There's a couple reasons. Um, 
one is the social premise behind what we're supposed to look like. Social media, I think, is a double-edged sword. It's it's a it can be a very positive things like what I'm doing right now. I would hope to think this is positive, but it also it also gives you a perception of something. Um, and we live in this world where we are so wrapped up in what other people think of us. We are so wrapped up in being equal to or better than the perception of another person. And when I say that, I mean you look at somebody who is in who is very fit on a picture on Instagram and they you know, they got the Lamborghini in the background, or whatever, or these these fucking pictures. And you're like, I want I wanna be that dude. I wanna be that guy. Like I'm 40 pounds overweight. Uh, fucking, I, I haven't, I've never seen my abs, and that dude's got it going on. Little do you know, that dude fucking beats his wife, has no money. He rented the Lamborghini, and he had to diet on chicken and broccoli for 16 weeks and be a miserable prick. Probably didn't talk to his family. You talk social distancing. If you're in the competitive bodybuilding space or physique competitor space, from a as a coach. You have no life. You get no life. Your life becomes my life. You do as I tell you to do. You eat when I tell you to eat. You um, you do everything. You shit. When you shit, I want to know about it from a coaching standpoint, right? So when you're in that mode, and, and that's a very select few people, there's also uh, things that you can do to your body to um, enhance that appearance. And then there's Photoshop and things like that that go along with it. So we are all, we're bombarded by these, these social norms as we call them. So we use that as a driving factor. We go back to that voice that talks to us inside of our head that we need to look a certain way. The idea behind how we really should respond to this is how are you feeling? Are you getting enough sleep? Do you have enough energy through the day? Do you get midday crashes? Do you feel lethargic uh, throughout the course of the day? You know, if you answer yes to those, those are the things you need to kind of get into check first. Aesthetics, for the most part, if you regulate your diet through good nutrition, if you implement exercise, just those two alone will yield good aesthetics over a longer period of time. And there's the the other part of this question is, uh, or answer to the question is, everybody wants these things now. Everybody's looking for six-pack abs in 60 days or, you know, get shredded in, in 90 days or whatever. And the, and the truth of the matter is, is that if you're overweight, you didn't get overweight overnight, you don't get overweight overnight. So you're not going to go the other direction overnight as well. There is a a lagging factor with the body as well when we start to change. Um, it doesn't all happen overnight. There's a complexity of things that happen inside the body. We change at a cellular level. We have, you know, the hormone levels change. All these things have to play catch up. All these things have to adapt to the new things that you're doing. And and the way to do this is over time. If if you are looking to get jacked, as I like to say it, uh, in a really short period of time, you're going to have to do things that are not healthy. Plain and simple. 
if you are looking to lose weight really, really fast, again, it's not healthy. It's not conducive to lose five, six, seven pounds a week, if not more. Uh, it's possible. There's ways to do it, but it's not a healthy way to do it. You have a metabolism that gets regulated on calorie expenditure that metabolism can change depending on how much food you give it and how much you don't you know like we look at survival mechanism um our bodies will always store fat or adipose tissue we're going to take a section of some of the food that we we bring into our body and it's going to get stored because our body's like hey listen dude if you don't feed us again for a couple days like we like we your brain and your heart have to function like that's cool if you want to sit on the couch and not eat, but we still have to breathe. Like, we have to get you to breathe. I'm just talking as, like, if I were inside the body. So it feeds off the fat cells, right? It's going to feed off those things. It's going to be, okay, cool. We got we got things that we can we can dive into here. We're okay. We'll, we'll survive. When you manipulate that and you want to change that on your own or faster or quicker, you, you're going to deprive the body going to starve it and then what your body does is it says oh okay we get it you're never you're not going to feed us very often or oh we're seeing the pattern here you're feeding us once a week or twice a week or whatever that may that may be okay cool next time you eat we're just going to slow the your whole body system right down to like expending next to no energy because we can't keep up with not having this food so as a result, metabolism slows down, you get used to or your body adapts to eating little to no calories, and now all of a sudden, when you do go to eat again, your body's like, all of it's going to storage. We're, we're good, right? There's that catch-up phase. So, you know, dramatic weight loss usually turns to dramatic weight gain. All right, I hope that answers that question. Next question Um is based on how often should we exercise. Now, this will be dependent on the individual, the recommendation for anybody starting or anybody living a sedentary life um, is 150 minutes a week. So if you work out 30 minutes a day, five days a week, you're golden. Does it have to be strenuous exercise? No, it does not. This can be a brisk walk, um, we call it, we, we use the, I like the, the, the chart, the RPE or the, um, perceived exertion rate of perceived exertion. Um, and what that is, is like a scale of one to 10. How hard are you working? If you're doing a three to four, 30 minutes, five days a week, you're in that bracket of, of general exercise. Now, if you have particular goals like weight loss, like, um, you know, you want to look a certain way. Maybe you want to gain muscle. You want to run. You want to do endurance. Now it changes. It's a whole new ballpark as to um, the adaptation you have to give your body, how often you need to work out, how often you need to rest. All those things are going to completely change based on the goal. So if you're just looking for general basic health for your day-to-day 150 minutes a week, uh, that's that's to keep the heart and the lungs and the brain as minimally healthy as possible. If you're not getting 150 minutes a week, I suggest you implement something to do that. Now, 
I use the 30 minute five day a week. It's easy to break it up, but that could be, you know, one hour, one day, two hours next, as long as it adds up to the 150 minutes a week. Second part of that um, is, again, if you are looking to lose weight, we, you know, we look at um, a pound to two pounds a week is probably the ballpark where you want to go. So now you want to exert about 3,500 calories per pound of body fat is the um, equal. Um, so you want to do re either reduction calories or up the energy expenditure to burn that much additional calories to allow for that. So again, and then if you're looking to build muscle, you want to increase calories. Um, it's a little bit different. This is something you have to kind of play with. We play with our macronutrients, protein intake, things like that. I recommend for most people, you add about two to 250 calories a day, work with that for a couple of weeks, see where we're at. And then we continually bump that up or make adjustments in the, in the macronutrient and that, and the macronutrient timing as regards to your end goal. Again, every it's, I, I'm always going to answer depends because everybody's different. Everybody is looking to, to look, to get something more out of it. A lot of people, uh, it's just being more mobile. Um, so mobility, stability work, uh, correcting bad postures, fixing uh, injury, you know, hip, knee injuries, things like that are big. Um, and, and some people, you know, it's just for their own personal sanity. So how often should we work out? To answer the question is basically get your 150 minutes, 30 minutes a day, five days a week if it is goal orientated get a coach just saying as I look at the camera um and if that's not a thing uh, again when the gyms open up uh get a personal trainer as well see how I keep doing that right doing looking at the camera right like that's a plug without without plugging but it's like a it's I'm trying to get at you psychologically a little bit here like does this imprint my face in your brain so what that day you you have a horrible eating day that you're like fuck i better call my cup right now and get this fixed just joking all jokes aside um get the information again go through some of my podcasts i've got 53 of them out there now that uh with lots of different experts uh different things you can do different mo mo modalities anything from you know, powerlifting to bodybuilding to endurance type work to whatever it may be. There's something there for everyone. I love the psychological part of it too because I think it goes hand in hand. I think when you um, when you work on the body, you you indirectly work on the mind uh, from a stress from a hormonal level, from a stress level, and a neurological level. So you know, on all facets if i'm trying to sell exercise to somebody or i'm trying to get somebody to understand exercise um i sell them on sell them basically on the cognitive functions that it has if you're living a very stressful life and you do not exercise i promise you if you start your stress levels will reduce they will go down how much it depends on the person. It depends on your uh, your out your thought process and and your desired outcome and how hard you're willing to work and and understanding. You know, things come and go. 
So those are very important. So I hope that answers all of the questions. I got the, the two questions from Facebook uh, out there. Uh, again, uh, just to recap, Resistance Band, you guys can check out um, my video in Facebook. I, I do a series of exercises with the Resistance Bands. Uh, I snapped one yesterday, so make sure you uh, practice resistance band safety and you're inspecting the band and not putting them on on hard surfaces or rough surfaces make sure you're using some sort of softener maybe it's a towel or a cloth or something and just be mindful of of overextending that so at, what i mean by that is if you have a 30 or 40 pound resistance band and on day one it's hard to pull and on day 25 it's extremely easy to pull so instead of upping the resistance band you just extend the band more which i did um you make coming to, to issues so just uh, again something to be uh completely mindful of um joining the push-up challenge again i go on there and i do slow control different techniques as many as you can do it's a variety of different push-ups the whole idea of the push-up challenge is to get you to move a couple times a day uh, work yourself up to a certain amount of push-ups um what else can we discuss before i recap this show and you're meant like guys and girls your mental stability your create a new habit create new habits in your day uh, set aside a certain day for something. You know, I like I said, my podcasts are done on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I look forward to those days. My Mondays, I do studying or I, I read, I do certain things. So I have a day for something, um, you know. So allot yourself those things. Give yourself plenty of time with your family, those that you love that maybe you're in home with. And be selfless with the ones that you're not. As, as much as you want to go see them, don't start to interact with, people um if you don't have to unfortunately i you know we want to curb this thing and, and hopefully get out of it on the other side with as little personal damage as we can so with that you guys i i i i'm so grateful that you guys could come on the show um those of you in the facebook stream appreciate you all I wanted to kind of do this combo, record podcast, Facebook kind of thing. So if you're listening to this in your car on Friday and, and I'm kind of out there a little bit, that's why all of you on Facebook, you'll be able to get the full version of this as, mo as soon as we're done. Uh, I'll finish it up and post it. And yeah, join me again next Wednesday when we do this again. And I might do a couple more lives between then. Uh, I'll announce them again on Facebook like I've been doing and um, come check them out. Ask me questions. If you guys have any questions about anything, there is not a stupid question out there when it comes to uh, health and fitness. There's not one. Um, ask me them, you know, and I'll answer them either on the live or to you personally or on the podcast or somewhere because if you have a question and you're like, oh, I think this question is dumb. There's 10 other people that have the exact same question that just don't want to ask it because they seem they wanting the same thing. They're looking for the same answer, but they're just not willing to put themselves out there. Put yourself out there. Ask the question. I will answer it for you the best of my ability. 
Um, so with that, guys, again, head over to the podcast. Uh, it's Fit Fun Father, a podcast. That's Fit Space Fun Space Father. For those of you on the Facebook Live, for those of you listening, you've already found me, so you don't actually have to go and look for it. Uh, check out the other episodes. Subscribe and share with all of your friends. Get everybody listening. Maybe while you're doing housework. The best time to listen to me is while you're doing housework. I don't take away from your fun. I shouldn't bore you too much. I don't think I have a boring monotone voice like this. And there's a lot of great content and a lot of great information I think that will help um, each and every one of you with some aspect of your life. So with that, guys, we're going to sign off on the podcast. I'll spend a couple more minutes on live. But guys and girls, this has been fantastic. Oh, you can go over to my Facebook group and sign into there. I post some stuff as well. And if you are looking for coaching and you think you're ready to dive into whether it's nutrition, exercise, any of those things, you want guidance, you want to have somebody 24-7 to be there for you, I work for you, I'm there for you type thing, that is always an option. You're more than welcome to DM me. I've got some kick-ass rates right now. Actually, the month of May um, is free. So check it out. I mean, if that's something you're interested in, please hit me up. That would be fantastic. I would love to help. I do not take on a ton of people. I'm not about scalability, I'm about personability, and very comprehensive one-on-one stuff. I take on a small amount, um, but I still have spots available. So if that's something interesting to you, please let me know, and we will find out if this is a good fit. With that being said, have a killer day. The weekend is approach us. It's Easter you know, get in touch with your families via video, Zoom, Facebook, Skype, Instagram, FaceTime, the telephone, video conference. There's a thousand ways to do it. Do it. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. We will get through this, people. I promise you. And we'll see you on the next one.